We are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to US News and World Report, we're the 25th top paying career. Make an impact as a fact seeker and a truth teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you. Recorded live. Hello? 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 Hi. Can you hear me? I can hear Hi. you. Well, good. Um, uh, I had my speakers on. Let me see if there's something happening with my speakers on. Let me try again. Okay. Okay, for some reason, my headphones aren't working with this phone. Oh, uh, that's uncomfortable. Yeah, well, it's just what's happening. <laughs> it seems like... <laughs> do, you need, do you need to call back on a different phone? Um, I could just try a different phone. Uh, we have a number of them in the house um, here. Uh, because it always works. It's, I, I, and It doesn't look like there's a mute button on there. Um mm-hmm. Well, here, I'll, I'll just walk downstairs. We can talk as we go. I'll just try another phone and see if it works, because I actually was changing phones um, because I thought this one had more juice. Ah. So how how are you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. I'm, I'm pretty exhausted this week, but I'm doing okay. How about you? Uh, I'm doing better, that's for sure. Um, here, let, let me try the phone. Okay. Hi, can you hear me now? Hello? Hello? I can hear you. Can Can you hear me? Hi. So some reason it's not working, uh, which is weird. Yeah. Okay. That is weird. <laughs> Yeah, it's that, that was that, that was my Christmas present. I, I said, get me the best speaker you can get, so I can do phone mm-hmm. s- sessions and not have to hold the phone. Yeah, it's uncomfortable, isn't it? Yeah, you know, I have a I have an older one. Do here, it's up here. Just a minute, I can just switch it. Let me see if I can okay. do that. Okay, I have it here. Let me just a minute. Hello? 
can can you hear me now? I can hear you. Talk a little bit more. Okay, I'm talking right now. Yeah, you sound super nasally, but I can deal with it. <laughs> if you can. Well, if you, yeah, here, here I'll, I'll just. Well, we'll we'll, we'll play play with it, and then if it's broken, I'll just get a new one. <laughs> <laughs> so. Hi. 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 So so it's been better. This week. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it, you know, it, it 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 was just a weird, fascinating, crazy process. Um, you know, I found myself, um, you know, hearing that I needed to leave the clinic for some time, and then I had lunch with this friend who read my energy and astrological chart, who really said the same thing and all my guidance is saying the same thing and um and I know it was a big deal I was trying to figure it out. I was I began to like obsessing on some of the points that um weren't working. Mhm. And then whenever we met with a group I, you know, had meditated and kinda was told what to do and I did them and then one of my owners would always really do something dumb to kind of throw the you know more of the problem into my lap, which just en- enraged me, actually. And and then I, you know, saw my family of origin issue being played, played, played out. And it, it was almost as if I had to revisit that old trauma, which is, I think, what... I, I think there was two goals. One of them, you know, that I needed to leave the clinic because I was so fed up with things. And um, and then it was an opportunity to to, to see the trauma... And I began to understand when I think I'd mentioned to you that there was this energy work that they did me the day the last time one when I one of my partners just sort of did her stuff and she really looked stupid to the whole group actually, but I still had a reaction to it and um, and so well the the group of the t- the the renters not the owners apparently I I truly don't know how how they interpret that stuff. And you know when when I you know cleared the the energy of the noble um, martyr, I basically had no more patience, and so I chose to act as opposed to just absorbing it. I chose to act, which is to say, you know begin to plan to leave. Now it had an effect on my partners, as I said the other week, you know, that they were just terrorized. They, they, they went into the whole clinic's going to fall apart and guilt trips and just all sorts of things. But but some of the points that they made, um, I listened to and I thought, you know, they're right about that. I, I don't need to act in a precipitous way. And But I think what I did do was, was I actually... Uh, kind of put a stand, you know, put my stake in the stand that this has to end, and if you continue doing this, I'll act in such a way that, you know, um, you know, there's a, a major repercussion for everyone. Right. And um, so what happened was is they all have just been on their best behavior, just absolutely their their most positive qualities came uh, for, forward. And and then mm-hmm. um, you know my partner who I talked to was you know you know who was my closest friend there she 
uh, you know, has very much uh, trying to convince me to stay. And and I and and of course they asked me if I talked with her because from their point of view, even talking to her was a betrayal. And 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 it was interesting because I got a clear message from um, my own guides, you know, that I needed to have support and that it's okay to talk with her. Mm-hmm. And and so I. I I did and and basically you know she you know sees the same things as me has the same exact uh, reactions that I do, but she also was saying you know but I'm I, you know let's stay you know let's try to work this out basically, and um, so uh, in in the process now then then I I decided to try so I contacted the woman I had the most conflict at my old friend and and we talked for 4 hours I drove to her house and made I made a very clear statement to her you know that I was trying and she was just ecstatic that I was the one to talk with her and um and uh so we talked for 4 hours and talked about our relationship and all the years we've been together and yakety yak and so you know, I, I really patched fences, and then the, and then I met with the the another man that's um, very powerful and influential that I brought in the clinic twenty year, years ago, and, and we talked about our friendship, and and so both of them really understood that um, this was a huge deal, but they also were wise enough to recognize that um, I'm under a great deal of stress, and doing guilt trips and getting angry and acting like a fool wasn't going to ever work with me, and. Um, and so so they you know tried to connect with my heart and I tried to connect with theirs and so overall it went well i mean we we were we, I was going to have lunch with them on on sunday but then my our water pump went out on saturday morning or something and and so you know i'm scrambling about that and our dog has a bladder infection and every 5 minutes she has to go outside or she's peeing all over the house and um so it was just a crazy thing. My wife was at a swim meet all day, so I'm trying to do all that and then take care of that and workmen at the house. So on Sunday, I really didn't write, actually, because I had to deal with all that. And then my friend came to my house while they're they're finishing the pump. And So basically, um, the whole clinic's trying to kind of show their best behavior and to... So, you know, it's, it's almost as if um, everyone is truly trying to, you know, work on their most positive sides right right now. So, um, you know, what, what had happened with the last latest crazy thing, and the meditation I got to, to this morning that, you know, I'm kind of working through my childhood issue and the dark night of the soul and whatever I'm doing with the end of the book here. And, and then they said I'm also processing kind of the grief and craziness of the group all at the same time. Um, and by kind of take a stand, you know, at least the group has stopped their spiral and trying to do their best, and it's helping lift me, too, and then I'm trying to do my best, too, if that all makes sense. It it does. It does. It's like, um, it's like, well, you're just, you're just acting in the drama right now that, that is everything. Yeah, I can't help having... Uh, something surface in my mind as you're talking about these things that you're going through because they they're real, you know. This this is this is real dilemma. This is something that sucks your energy, uh, takes your focus, pisses you off. I mean, it does all sorts of things. 
it's a it's a major distraction, and then at the same time, it's um, a major catalyst for positive. So, and on top of that, and on top of that, chapters four, five, and six, and seven were mm-hmm. giving me the absolute prescription what I should be doing to solve the problem. So as I'm editing these things, I am completely cognizant that I had written things a year ago on how Mm -hmm. to solve this, where basically I need to take the high road, you know, and just sort of get out of it and let it go and... um, and look at the best outcomes. So, so that's what I'm trying to do, actually. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it's more than that, Eric. I think it's even more than whether you choose the high road or the low road. And I think it's it's even more whether you choose the good of yourself or the good of other people or the benefit of of the entire group. I think it's so much more than that. Um. You know, because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm watching you, uh, and it's like, so what's what's coming for me as I'm watching you go through this is how uh, when spirit is guiding us, sometimes they do the old bait and switch thing to to pop us into the right place. You know, so the bait comes. Yeah, here's your verification from from your heart from the guidance that you're connected to that you trust from individuals that you associate with, they're verifying the same thing that you said. And it's perfect for you to go through this. And then when you get through all that, you go through this experience and you, you gain this different perspective on the experience so then you got to go through this whole thing about self-sovereignty. When you get through that whole mess at the very end, go, now is the answer that I received two months ago appropriate for now, or did I need to go through this situation to trigger these other events to take place, to have this experience, and now my answer is something different? Yeah, bingo. You, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it's like the other thing that's popping into my head, and, and I don't remember exactly which one this is, but it's like uh, one one of the, I think it might have even been Alexander the Great goes to the Oracle, and don't quote me verbatim because I don't, I don't know if I have this verbatim or not in my head, but he goes to the Oracle to find out if he should go into battle. You know that story? And then the Oracle says, um, if this battle occurs, a great le- a great nation will fall. And thinking, oh yeah, I'm gonna go in, I'm gonna kick ass, and and then he's the one that dies, and his nation is the one that fell. So right. it's it's yeah. it's a matter of listening to the guidance, and then you've got that delusion or illusion on top of it about what you think about how things should go. That that uh, distorts the information. So it's like they only hear what they want to hear. They only see what they want to see. That You know, that's, that great scene in The Sixth Sense. Oh, my God, that was so cool. The first time that you saw it, you know? 
right, uh, right. Bruce Willis realizes he's been dead the whole time. And um, so, so anyway, I mean, that's the kind of situation that you're in right now. Yeah, I, th- I think about um, when, when I first got that thing, I'm going to be a writer, you know, which is, not where my path had been. You know, I'm on a completely different trajectory at that time. And had had the guidance come for me, I'm going to be a book publisher and I'm going to be an editorial developer for other people and I'm going to design books and I'm going to have my own website and I'm going to have my own company and I'm going to go for this. At that time in my life, there was no way I could have... Um, been able to even see that as part of the vision. So the bait switch was first you learn to write. So I go through that and then my vision, my initial vision changes. And I think that uh, my, my observation of this is important because we get this guidance. We're totally connected in that oneness. And we're receiving this information that we're supposed to do this. But that doesn't mean we're supposed to do this forever. That doesn't mean the answer that we got is the answer that's going to be the ultimate solution. It might be the answer that leads us to the question, and then we've got to go back and be wise enough to know that we need to look at that answer to that question one more time. I, I think you're dead on, and that's basically what God told me the, 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 this more morning, because I signed the uh, year lease uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. And um and so basically, you know, he said that I that I'd made the right decision and that um uh I I had asked if it was my high school to leave the clinic and the answer is yes. Um uh, that that I hadn't spent a lot of my questioning about the timing of that. Uh-huh. And 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 that the challenge, you know, which is what you're saying about, you know, when I thought the time, 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 timing ought to be. And so the, you know, that the point that I was saying before that, that I was processing my own tr- trauma in the middle of the dark night of my soul were all these different things, you know, that that the very thing that you're, you're, you're saying I've seen, because I've seen with my clients, for example, when I'm doing a read, um, on what technique I should use on them, and I and, and I do the technique, and I've seen this happen a number of times, and now I know to trust exactly what you just said. So I get this read that I should do this technique, and it's not working. Mm-hmm. And and then I know to ask again because in the process is I may need to have two false starts, and it was I had to go through those two false starts before we could actually find the third method. Or a or a new or a new technique, based on the fact that we were in this limbo land, but we had to be in the limbo land for a while before the new technique could also could also be found. Because what what I've watched while while, while all this has occurred, I started getting flashbacks of um, my whole lifetime of when I've quit things, when major events happen in my life, and I know that I'm in the middle of another major shift of my life and. And I, you know, would have mindsets about how I was going to do things. Um, and then I, you know, had to change them because I recognized them. I mean, for example, I think I told you that I quit swimming my freshman year in college and my, th- my parents threatened to disown me. 
Mm-hmm. And I basically, you know, you know, really understood that I had no potential background at, at all because I, I saw them do that to my sister a couple of years before. And and then I precipitated the event by quitting swimming because I really, you know, whatever. There's a thousand reasons, maybe like what's even happening now. And But what came out of it was is that I was on my own and that I began to, I got my first job I got, I cleaned uh, toilets for two dollars, you know, for two bucks an hour. And But, but I was choosing for swimming for, uh, uh, you know, on the swimming team, you know, kind of an interesting choice. <laughs> Um, but, 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 but it was the first time where I was doing my own thing. And, and then I had recognized that, um, I needed to have a, a, a career. And so I chose psychology and I dedicated every ounce of my energy into understanding psych the same way I did swimming and, Mm -hmm. and, 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 and it helped me launch a career knowing that my parents were thought I was a fool and that no one ever makes cash doing stuff like that. And I was going to, you know, basically make sure it was going to work and took their advice. That, And finally my dad said, you know, um, after long arguments um, over a couple of years almost, and and he stopped and said, you know, there's always room for a good man. So um, if you're going to do it, then be the best you can possibly be. Mhm. And um and that's advice that I took. And it worked of course and um so I think that you know I'm I'm now doing the same thing, you know, I uh never owned a, a cell phone, you know, and now I just bought an iPhone. I'm actually really learning how it all works and there's a whole number of things that I'm beginning to do that I'm going to, you know, preparing for myself to live. Because what my guy guy got and said is I've got a whole bunch of things to get my act to Together, um, and I need kind of a calm platform for that to occur. So that's what I'm, I'm going to be doing. Mhm. Yeah. Well, it should be interesting to see how it all plays out. Yeah. Right. I I just uh, created an LLC. I'm going to go to the bank and get all my banking stuff. I'm going to switch all my uh, insurance stuff over to that. So I'm, I'm, you know, there's a whole bunch of things I need to get done, and I'm doing them. And there's no hesitation at this point. So the way that you're creating your LLC, have you already uh, contracted with someone to do that? Yeah, I, it, it's been done actually. Uh, it, it's my name LLC. Okay, so you can use that for your your counseling business, or you can use that for your your book or seminar business. Correct. Okay. Good. Very good. Very good. Okay. Yeah, right. and I think and, and, I, I think you'll learn to like your iPhone quite a bit. No, I actually. My, I, well, if you want a phone with a good speaker, I'm talking to you from my iPhone on my little headphones. Yeah, actually, I actually have my iPhone here, but I chose to do it the old-fashioned way because I have it under charge. But I'll probably end up doing it right now too because I have the, I have all the new stuff and I'm all set. Mm-hmm. I can I actually have my number memorized. I I I, I did that. It's two six two, six one three, one one nine. Four. Yeah. Okay. Let me write that down. Eric. Okay, give me that number again. 
262 613 1194. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it seems like a nice right. number to me. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I believe that I've uh, created some space to, um, you know, finish the book with a smoother path and. You know, I, I mean, this is my magical thinking, you know. Uh, I did scare the hell out of my partners. Um, we'll see, you know, when the shoe drops. I realize they're right now in this sort of, like, good behavior stage, and I don't know when the next shoe may drop. But um, I, I know that they they want all the renters to sign the leases, and they need the bank, and they need me to make sure that all works, and which I'll do all all of the right things, of course. But, um mm-hmm. um What's my point? Um, but hopefully then so I, can just... I I think your point there is that you're not optimistic about them maintaining this behavior change. Completely, and and I'll I'll see what happens. I think the one thing though that we all are aware of is that it all has to end, and we have to go forward from here, and mm-hmm. um, and and attract you know because now that there's empty rooms, you know, want to have spots, they have to attract new people and. Um, so, um, I, I'm actually looking forward not to talk to you about them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that, I think that time is coming. Yeah. I really do. Well, spring is coming here in Oklahoma. Um, we had snow on the ground last week for one last two raw. And then this week we've had our temperatures up in the sixties, high sixties. So. We're, we're going through a change. Well, back to that whole, um, you know, just because it's just really intriguing. You had the whole uh, water issue, water pump, puppy water, just just pointing out how um, symbolic that is emotionally. You probably already picked up on you got water issues going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. But they're they're not in your physical being. They're in the physical beings of those who surround you. So I just thought that was fascinating. Yeah, no, it, you know, it it was just, um, you know, I just sort of each day like, okay, what's the next thing to do, and mm-hmm. and you know, whatever. I just try to do the the right thing. So you know, we had good talks and. You know, they have been old friends, and, you know, I I couldn't do it any other way. And um, so um, so we'll see what happens. And uh, Yeah. But I, I, I think the point, I actually made this point to this friend and uh, uh, that I was speaking to that I was pissed off with. You know, I, you know, I said, you know, I'm um, I'm the guy that when my parents were all acting crazy, I'm always the most, Sane, level-headed guy in the room, mm-hmm. and all my friends did weird drugs. And they're taking LSD, and I'm on the same drugs that they are, and they flip out. I'm doing therapy with them, you know, and healing them while I'm on the same drug. And yeah. it's happened every. It's and and basically, I kind of expected myself to, you know, be pretty strong and pretty okay. And I think what I've realized in these last month or two that right now I'm kind of flaky and um, mm-hmm. and, and and that these things 
I re- I reached my limit that that and and then it's part of what my guides were saying is that my uh, sensitivities are expanding so that I'm around when I'm around some of this disassociative crap and I'm I've been living with them every day. Um, it really has affected me and um, mm-hmm. and and then when five of them turn on me pretty consistently and I was telling John. You know, I said, you know, if you ever, if you if you just think for a minute what's happened from my perspective, whenever I'm in a, in a meeting over the last three or four months with you owners, at one point, you know, some of you will offer me love, but one of you will attack me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you'll do it in front of the group and then put me in a position where I actually feel that you guys have caused the problem or one of you, and I'm being challenged to go ballistic in front of the whole group because I'm being accused of doing most of it, which I don't even agree. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. it's just, I can't deal with that anymore. I mean, what's been happening the last six weeks is when I see your face, my stomach starts to turn. That's how bad it's gotten. That's why I got to the point where I can't actually be in this building with, with you. Uh, so this, right. this, this has to stop. Wow. And um, wow. So, so both my friends heard that. Um, Mm-hmm. And then I told the group when we met on Tuesday that I don't want to talk. I I, I, share, I shared the whole group that I'm going to sign the contract, and you know, you know, like in essence, the 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 tragedy isn't going to happen. But uh, I'm still needing to recover, and I'm not prepared to talk about this in the whole group yet. Uh, I'll probably mm-hmm. meet, meet with you individually at different times. And they said that mm-hmm. was. Because I'm not okay. sure, you know, that that I can handle right now with them doing that same technique with me again. So I'm beginning to yeah. understand my fragility around that, that I just can't be the target month after month after month when, frankly, they... And, and it, it, it was say I, I carefully explained to John, you know, what happened originally. And it's it's classic John, you know. He said, God, you know, you filled in some missing points. Now I understand, understand what you've been saying, what you've been doing the whole time. It is just so classic him where it was like he was out to lunch. He only only know, knew two-thirds of it and um, he had no interest. In, you know, just classic what they do. Drives me nuts. Mm-hmm. Wow. wow. So, so he listened and my other partner listened. and But both of them made some observations about me that, frankly, I, I, I think are probably fairly accurate and, and I need to look at that too. Mm-hmm. So, and you're ready to? Yeah, um, you know, I think what, what what's happened though is is that there's been too many years. Uh, I mean, John John may ask a good question. You know, sometimes he really does ask good questions, and he is very you know, insightful. He said, "You know, are you upset that none of us owners have shown any interest in your book?" And um, you know, and 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 the point that he made, and what my other 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 partner made is, you know, you always are trying to teach us things, and we don't want to learn anything that you're offering, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and 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 that's kind of what Spirit told me that 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 they have no interest to learn some of the things I'm trying, you know, about whether and how they run their, you know, building and this and that, and. And I'm really getting that, that I was trying to make something happen that they have no interest, and then I would be more pushy and, 
and obnoxious with it, and then that just you know got them more rigid and you know and and, and I had gone through a phase a couple of year, years ago that when I taught workshops and things with you know the, the clients and other people love, um, but it's kind of like being in a profit within your own land and no no one in your family is interested in what you have to say. So I, I that's why I have to leave, you know. Well, I I I think that that is really accurate because it's like it, I have some people that I can share things that I write with, or write about, and then there's other people I don't even share it with them what I'm writing because um and not because what I'm writing is is not is invalid or um, that I'm ashamed of it or anything like that, it's because they know me so well that they can't be objective about what I'm writing. And there is some magic that happens, just like with your, with your clients, when you're uh, impersonal with your clients and you hand them something, they have a different perception of you. And then if you're really personal with them, then you, you know, you, you border on that, uh, am I your therapist or am I your, your best friend kind of thing? And, and you've got to maintain some sort of boundary there. Um, so I think that the people that you work with every day aren't going to be at all the best judge of, of what, you, what you're writing. That's why I urged you early on not to share any of this with anybody that you're working with. And that if your wife was... Uh, troublesome about that. Don't even share it with her until you're done. No, I think that was good advice because that's exactly what I've done. And mm-hmm. uh, so it's just a mystery. And um, you know, I uh, it is a lonely path. But frankly, I'd rather have it alone rather than you know, obviously with people that couldn't hear it, and that would be another <laughs> process. Um, yeah. As well. So yeah. so what? what well, so on to the book. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to do the same thing. So what was your impression of four, five, six, and seven? Okay. Well, on um, it's, it's uh, my page 43. Can wait, I cherish wait, wait. myself, flaws, flaws, and all? Wait, 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 wait. I, I, I was actually um, in a position on my futon so that I wouldn't have to strain my ear and neck. Okay, what page? It's page 43 for me. Subhead, can I cherish myself, flaws, claws, and all? Got it. Okay. And how many par- paragraphs done? Three. Third paragraph starts with graduate school. Yeah. Yeah. I was just rereading this paragraph one more time this morning. And I thought, it's just so profound. So profound. Um to look at stuttering as a built-in anxiety barometer. So profound. So I just wanted to compliment you on that. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, it, it is actually my supervisor that brought that in. And I really did want to punch him in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, but, you know, as as you get to know Nomi, I think it, but I, I would never do it, you know, of course. Uh, it, mm-hmm. it never, but, but I thought... I had I, I just was aware of this flash of anger, you know. It was like, wow, you know. But then I listened. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, here. So let, it, let, 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 let me mention one thing. I'm, I know that I'm interrupting, but I, I, I'm so excited about this. Um, on Tuesday, I, Tuesday morning, 
I was having a session with the woman that you you know in the book as being Ruth. Okay. Yeah. And and so she was complaining, planning that she was in um, in some some regression of some kind. And 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 her and I um, are doing a, like a much deeper piece around her empathic part. And um, so so I go inside, and then I all of a sudden her soul wants to talk to uh, her through me. So I channel her soul, who explains something to 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 to, to me that has been one of the deeper passions of my life and, and, and offers an explanation that kind of connects dots in a new way. Uh, I knew each of the dots, but I never saw them quite the way that uh, Spirit connected it. And mm-hmm. so I'm actually going, going, going to be looking for uh, this weekend um, in the book where I can put this in the book. So here's the punchline of it all. Now, in modern psychology, they talk about it as a inner child. You have a uh, trauma of some kind and your inner child was wounded, right? Right. And, and and what the psychologists are trying to do is to imply that there's an innocence and there's a fragility and there's all these techniques that I do too, which is to split your adult part and then you go to that child or that time of life, you know, and, and yakety yak. Mm-hmm. And but how they described it was this, is that when a trauma occurs, no matter when, it, it, could, it could be like a year ago, it could be when you're a, ch- a child, but, but, but that, that, that some trauma occurs. And think of, you know, this is my own little word that I put on after. This isn't how there's her soul said it. But, but it, it, it's like a picture on the wall that, that, that has the scene of what happened. And then the emotions are like crystalline structures that get embedded in the, into the picture. But, but they're right. not connected to to your heart and and your soul. It basically is this unconscious picture. Mm-hmm. And the and the reason why intellectual techniques, you know, years afterwards or months afterwards, and you can see the logic of how that was traumatic and yakety yak. But the reason why it doesn't get healed is because these crystal and emotional structures are still. Um, embedded into the system and that that any technique, no matter what technique that you use, you actually have to bring a presence and a consciousness that is stronger and emotionally stronger than the crystals that formed it originally. And then until you do that, that's why traumas and unconscious issues don't get healed. Doesn't that make yeah. sense? But it's it a does. whole another way to look at that. Well, and you've got something similar to that when you're talking about uh, the different parts of the brain in the book and how, um, like, you know, because I used this one when Frosty passed away, and I think it's one of the most interesting parts of the book is where, you know, you've got a, you've got that thing that's inside of you and that you're reacting to other situations in life based on that one template. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it goes to the brain part. Well, good. I'll I'll, I'll pop in. It's so important from my point of view because I mm-hmm. I learned te- techniques and I had stumbled on the core wisdom of this, but I didn't mm-hmm. have the 
elegant words that I just said or the simple way to understand uh, it so more the average person can under understand it. And then mm-hmm. I'll try to pop that in there um, uh, because it, cause I've been doing versions of these techniques and whenever I've helped someone heal that trauma, it's because the passion has gotten stronger uh, than mm-hmm. the original template. Um, and, you know, it can take many different forms. And, and I think that's what's been occurring with me around the recent tr- trauma that my cl- clinic active bathed in me, you know, that, that I can clear clear that now and then go to a different place. So that's my little update. So 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 you're back to page, and now I want to get back to the... Uh, yeah, I, I want to go to, now I want to go to page uh, 44. And which is the beginning of the chapter, of the uh, paragraph? Uh, no, we went, we went to the graduate school paragraph, and it's one, two, three... Four paragraphs down. Starts with weeping deeply. Got it. Okay. About midway or close to the end, you can see the one sentence that says, accepting my flaws, stop the deluge, and my attempts to control through perfectionism. And I was looking at that sentence this morning. I know it's been a couple months since you've written it, but it was good for me to go back through it again. Um where we where we are right now, because that was January when you put this in, and, and you know I do I do think it's brilliant. And but what I thought was, I don't think it completely stopped the deluge for you. I don't think accepting my own flaws stops the deluge forever. I. You know, my my experience of it has been when I accept my flaws, um, then when they when they come up, I deal with them in a different way. I'm not still dealing with them like a two year old. I'm dealing with them with a with a level of emotional maturity and a level of objectivity. And I think what what you're bringing into here is, um. Something about you know this is this this paragraph and this section is all about cherishing your stuttering, and you see but stuttering as a flaw, and then and then earlier we see stuttering as an amazing gift for you. Well, I, I, um, I will. Uh, look, here's what my reaction is. I mm-hmm. think for most people and most traumas and different things, I absolutely agree with you. Mm-hmm. The only time in my life where I had one event happen where I deeply connected and I weeped for two hours and have everything just wipe off, totally off the slate, it was this time, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, you mm-hmm. know, I, I actually, I mean, I still do... Pr- perfectionism um, at times. I think that's probably what, you know, caught me. Well, I, actually, I don't that, that much to myself now. I think I was trying to demand it, you know, from some of my partners. But I I think that what stopped completely was is that when, when I make a mistake, and prior to that, I could have days where I'm reminiscing and blaming myself for making that mistake. That mm-hmm. uh, self 
critical recrimination, uh, caring that I stuttered. I used to care about that. I can stutter like I just did, and it doesn't bother me at all. And and, and so I, I actually was trying to articulate something that I've seen occasionally these rare times where something truly ends. I know that Ram Das, when I listened to all of his tapes, you know, said that, you know, of all my years of doing all my practices, you know, my, um, what used to be mountains and all my perversions, you know, were huge mountains that I had to, had to overcome. And I thought they would all disappear, and, but, I, but they didn't. They, they're, they're just little schmooze now, and I can kind of see them and work with them. And I think that's what you're trying to say. And I think that's actually most of the time that is exactly what happens. My mm-hmm. experience, though, with this one situation was this. Now, I'm willing to temper it, though, you know, to make it more mainstream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I, but I don't, want to, I don't want someone to come away with feeling like they're going to accept their flaw and their, and their reactions to it are going to completely cease and it's never going to ever, ever, ever bother them again. Yeah, I, um, I, I get that. I, I will commit to re-looking at that to not imply um, that that's how it always worked because that sets people up. And, and I think what happened to me is extremely rare, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it is, too. I think it is, too. Um, it, it, you know... So, but I think that what happened for you that is similar to what happens for other people is accepting your flaws gave you that piece of control because you felt out of control there. That, and you had like, okay, so that neurotransmitter doesn't fit here with this Thing, so I'll plug it in over here and into controlling through being perfect. I'll be perfect at everything else if I can't be perfect with my speech. That's what I think happened for you is that you plugged it into something else. Instead of plugging it into control everything else that I can't control this one part of myself, so I'll control everything else to being perfect. It's like you made a new connection. Okay, I'll take a look at that. Okay, all right, cool. I I, um, I have no notes in there about it. Okay, cool. Couple, um, one more paragraph down that starts with trauma victims. Right. Um, trauma victims have trust issues and can sabotage love until they cherish their suffering and heal their heart. I, um, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if can is the right thing or because can would it would indicate always trauma victims have trust issues that always sabotage love is that accurate oh. that's tough isn't it Are you okay? I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that. Yeah, yeah. And is until they. Well, I, I mean, I, I mean, if, I mean, actually, I can just put. I, 
I can round off the edges of this sentence. Um, mm-hmm. I think what I was trying to do, and it's interesting because I just got this new referral, which is going to be a pistol. Um, you know, she's just had biblical traumas throughout her life, just biblical stuff. And mm-hmm. she has some symptoms that are pretty significant. And mm-hmm. uh, and it's around the same issue, actually. Um, mm-hmm. And 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 the part that I was trying to talk about is, is that um, I've seen this phenomena over and over again. I'm just trying to point that out because I've seen some people have trauma. And trauma is, you know, like there's, you know, 100, 100 shades of trauma. And so, you know, some milder forms of it, you know, don't trigger huge trust issues. You know, the bigger ones do. And um, but, but then mm-hmm. I was trying to talk about when those bigger things hit, what's going on, because a lot of people don't understand that. And I frankly never had a course where someone taught me what I'm trying to teach here. And I really believe it's really profound information and in that um, that they close off their heart and 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 the challenge ends up being that as they have to kind of open their heart to let people in again, but they can't do it until they process their pain first or they process the uh, tra- tra- trauma. Now, there's a longer explanation, which is, I think, in the book, but I could talk about it. So so is your concern that I'm doing always and some sort of locks me in too much? Um, hang on just a minute. I'm typing. Oh, sorry. I was getting a channel for you. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Couldn't even spell through that. Okay, so I think this is what I just heard from you. Okay, the first thing that closes off after trauma, or even after significant trauma, significant trauma is the heart. And from there, trust issues arise that evolve into a pattern of sabotaging love. Is that accurate? Right. Be, 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 uh, the, the, this is how I, I mention it to my clients, you know, which is basically that when my heart was open and it really got hurt, um, mm-hmm. I'm going to be really cautious to ever open up my heart again because the last time it was open it really got hurt so i'm going to push love away or i'm going to find a way to minimize it so 
just to prevent myself from getting that hurt again. Okay, so we could say trust, trust issues arise that evolve into a pattern of protection right. by sabotaging love. This will repeat until the way is found to transcend suffering through cherishing that original wound. Correct. Okay. I All right. E, 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 email me that, and, that's, and, and then we're on the same page. And is that what you're trying to point out? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I think so. So here, come, here comes Bravo. that sentence. <laughs> Ta-da. <laughs> okay, we're going to move on now. We're going to go to, um, let's see. Yeah, I wanted to go into uh, into some of the forms that it's like, nope, don't touch them yet. <laughs> I was like, okay. So then I got to the chapter six, duality and the nature of delusion and illusion. And I was like, bravo, that really works. Oh, good. You know, actually, I thought your suggestion about um, delusion, wonderful. I, I, I really enjoyed that. So as you can tell, I sprinkled it in. Yeah, yeah, and I like that because I, I could feel that you were having fun. Okay, is this illusion or delusion? Hmm, it's kind of fun to play with it. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm going to, okay, chapter six, and it is, let's see, we've got the choices poem, then we have plotness, and we have a quote, and then we have a paragraph that begins with my work, and then the next one, begins with pain has one purpose. I'm scrolling down to find that now. Well, oh, wait, actually, I I was looking for a... How, I can't find it. So, what page is it? Oh, okay. It is on page, my page, fifty-eight. Okay. Yeah, I was scrolling for something, and uh, apparently, I scrolled over it. So I have. Uh, Duality in the family unit, and then I'm scrolling down to 58. No, it's it's one par- paragraph above duality. Okay. Starts pain has one purpose. Well, and that's my page um, 56. Okay, got it. Isn't that isn't that weird? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Okay, well, I, so I, I found a, ba- a blank page in, in mine, um, and I took it off, and that would account for one less page. Okay, okay, all right. Um, I want I want to qualify the type of pain here, emotional pain, because I think other kinds of pain. So if we have a a physical pain, if my 
toe hurts because I broke it, that pain in my toe is telling me I need to take care oh, of I myself. See, I see, I see, I see. Yeah. Um, I I will um You know, I I'm drawn now that's just my intellect talking. Um I understand from being in an, an energy school how they would actually say it, it, it's that, you know, that the physical pain also is the same thing. Um, I will check in on that too, but I, I, I get your point actually. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think it's emotional pain, uh, mental but, but, pain. But, you know, but, but I also understand uh, fibromyalgia and cancer all have psychological and emotional reasons why they have them. Right, right. It, so it, it, it's not exactly only one and not the other. That's what I'll reflect on trying to get the. Balance. It's super tricky. <laughs> Point taken. <laughs> it's tricky. Well, okay, and and, then... and people get really pissed off because I just and I've had these discussions with my wife. You know, you know sometimes you just break your ankle. You know. Yeah, yeah, and there's and, no no freaking reason for it whatsoever. Right. All, all, well, I mean, I, I'm not always sure about that, you know, because, you know, we always hear about we create everything. You've heard that. And do you believe that, that, that you create your experience here? Well, see, we were running, we were running through that just last week, remember? Probably um, yes and no. <laughs> but yeah. you can refresh week, my I brain. mean, I went, I went straight to that. Our thoughts create our reality. Well, right, right. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, and that and that's the same thing. So, do do we create it? I think that. Um, well, our soul does. See, 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 see. The, see, the kicker is: Are we talking our personality creates everything, or our soul? I think it's a combination of both. Well, I think so too. But. Um, oh, and here's a third thing, which is what Spirit spoke to me that when you're in a collective, that the collective agenda is going to ride, override your individual. So if, if our country goes to war, uh, it, we didn't individually create, create that, but we are going to be con- suffering the consequences of it. The same thing that's happening with my group. My group has an energetic of some kind. I'm in that group, and I am you know, buffeted by it, you know. Mm-hmm. Did I create 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 all of that? Uh, probably not, but I am part of that creation because I remain there. Okay, well, I'll give you a story. My story for the week. Okay, uh, uh, a personal personal level here. So on Monday, yeah, it was Monday. It was Monday. I I've been um, doing the layout of a very very intense project. It's um, it's very complicated. Lots of technical stuff in the in the book. Lots of different formats. You know, it's it's very complicated, and it's um, it's 440 pages right now, in a um, in a eight and a half by eleven book, almost that size. It's eight is eight by ten and a half actually finished size. Big. <laughs> yeah, it's big. So I had I pulled a marathon this weekend on Saturday and Sunday but in chair in front of computer for uh, 12 hours both days, pulling it all wow. together because I had so many things on my, on my plate this next week. 
And so I've had my butt in the chair for the whole weekend. On Monday, I'm finishing up some things. There's like a handful of questions. I'm feeling frustrated because I haven't got the answers yet. And, oh, my God, i got to do this for the kids, and this is going on with Candace, and, you know, closing up uh, on the on the condo. We got that done. Now we're now we're doing the um, um, renovations, and you know, and then I'm sitting in a chair going, I have no fucking life, you know. And, and so I'm going through this whole emotional breakdown in the chair as I'm trying to finish up this project. And so I say, screw it. I'm going to go ahead and go take my shower. I have to get out of here today because I have to go down and get the kids registered for the spring break program or they're not going to be in it, and then I'm going to have the kids for a week. When last week I lost two days because the kids were home from school two days, da 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 you know, so I'm like swirling all in this thing. So I get out of the shower and I discover that I have, ha- I have my first period <laughs> that has come since last summer. I'm like, oh, my God. You know, so I go through this whole epiphany. Are emotions, are emotions real? Or are they all hormones? This is profound. Well, they're both. I mean, they're the uh, neuropeptides, um, you know, if you watched What the Bleep Do We Know, I think is a great visual of that, that there's a physical um, mechanics that happen you know, inside inside us that create them, and you know, so I think I think it is a combination of that, and some of it, sometimes it's a mystery. I I I I I I kind of go where Viktor Frankl went, where you know, some of this we don't necessarily know, and we're really not designed to know all of it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let me let me take you one more level because this is where I went that day, and then. I was like, okay, I can't think anymore to consider this. But, okay, so then I got to the place after I was like, oh, holy shit, part of why I'm feeling this way is because I've got hormones surging and um, I haven't had any problem going through menopause emotionally. I haven't had any wig outs, no hot flashes, none of that other stuff that other women go through. How cool is that, thinking I'm so lucky. But then when I got through that, then it became, does it matter if it's real or not? And from our thoughts create our reality to, or in the very beginning, someone else is running the show for us. Um, you know, we're, we're just pawns in the game of life. Uh, to I'm a powerful creator being and I create my reality to why does it matter if something is real or not? Well, actually, I'm with you completely. Yeah. Does it it matter if my pain tells me, uh, you know, if my pain is manifesting as as a tangible physical ailment or not? Does it matter why, why this happened? Does it matter... Um, why do I make reality matter? Well, we'll see. See that that's part of the same question because two people can have the same s- s- stimuli, mm-hmm. and it's how you it's how you interpret it. And and see, we we create our 
re, reality based on how we interpret that. You know, so both of us could get get our legs chopped off. We can experience what that feels like, but we 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 may have different responses. Uh, two of us would go through the Holocaust and have very different responses. What Victor spoke about. So the the reaction to it, and the second thought that I experienced with um, where women and their peer peer periods is is that the emotions they feel are real. That the home that the hormones add some juice behind it. But 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 frankly, I've never ever experienced uh, when I really narrowed things down with them that what they were experiencing wasn't their truth. It's just that there's more emotions attached to it because of some of the hormones and then how the women interpret that because I've had women in my office and my wife is one of them too that say, well, I'm really emotional about this, but I know that I'm PMS and they give me a warning to, you know, just, uh, you know, put put your little filter on there. I'm putting a little filter, but I'm upset about this. But I know I know that in a week or so I won't be quite as upset. You know, and other mm-hmm. and other women have don't have that level of consciousness, and then they go very upset about it. Dysfunctional men can, you know, uh, say, well, she's you know you know PMSing on me, and so then they don't listen to her at all. I mean, I think of it as just the those perspectives, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. It does. I think it was more for me about inviting the contemplation to arise. Of you know, because because for me it's it's profound to go to. Why does it matter if I create my reality or not? Well, actually, if 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 you are so calm about about it, then you can create it and not have it be a big deal. Yeah, and and, I, and 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 you just interpret whatever way you want to, but you actually are creating it then, mm-hmm. in a cool way. I mean, for example, I I had a PT appointment, and uh, I've had four operations on my knees, but two each, and I've got really bad knees, and and so he's trying to work on the scar tissue um, to get more um, mobility on my knee, mm-hmm. and. Um, and then he asked me about my knees, and I kind of like have to think for a while. And he started to smile because he, he knows how bad my knees are. And he says, you don't even think of your knees ever. Is that right? I said, yeah. I I know that they're bad, and, and I know that they have pain, and I choose not to think about that. Um, mm-hmm. And And the one thing I'm aware of is that if I have to stand for about a half an hour, or you know it has to be like an hour my my knees are going to ache you know and i have to be thoughtful about that but i mm-hmm. know you know for example i've got uh, tendonitis in my ear it always rings when, when whenever i mean you know, i had those five operations in my ear and and it's always doing it and i chose a long time ago i'm not going to focus on that so then i don't actually hear it but but if i choose to listen to it it's always there mhm and then I and then I hear about clients who you know have tendonitis, you know, and and they've got all these reactions and they don't know what to do and they're trying to find doctors to fix it and and I'm real quiet because I'm like, well, you could just choose not to think about it, you know. Mm-hmm. People have different. Yeah. Reasons. Yeah, and, but then you know, on the other end of that, can go to the opposite extreme of 
of denial. Yeah. So it's just it's very complicated. It's very the, complicated. We are. Well, I mean that that's why we're in a business. We 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 create books <laughs> to help unsort out the complications. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That are very complex. Okay. Okay. So I want you to mod, I want you to modify pain. Okay. Into uh, to make it more specific. If it and, has one purpose and one purpose only. If you're going to you say know, actually, that, that one purpose and one point, purpose point only. That's a direct quote from Lucifer. I mean, I, at, at times, you know, uh, and he's very dramatic, and I get dramatic too. And so, you know, thank you. I will. I think you sent me the email. I think I liked it, so I'll change it. Okay. Now, the last paragraph, or the last sentence of this paragraph, a greater respect for pain as a teacher can be liberating. And when I was looking at that, um, I, I went, okay, wait a minute. So um, we might... What do, they, what do they call that thing when um, people try to uh, hurt themselves so they can experience the pain that Jesus experienced? What's that called? Oh, so like self um, mort- mortification. 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 Yeah. All right. So we're tr- we're we're um, treading a a line there. A greater respect. Or pain as a teacher, um, I would. Te- I'm, I'm looking at this now, and um, I'm not so sure it's respect, and I'm not so sure it's a teacher. I I think it's more like um, it, it's more like understanding the mechanics of emotional pain can be liberating. You know, developing a greater respect or an understanding of the mechanics of emotional pain can be liberating. What do you think? Well, I'm drawn to the fact that, you know, I I do see a marriage between the physical and the emotional. So, for example, um, every... um, I I had to go through like a mindset shift because I was trained, you know, for many years just to work on the mind. And so when I went into the energy school with Alexander for 12 years, we were taught that you can do it on the mind and the physical being and you can work with cancer and you can cure cancer and you can do all these things with all of these techniques. And mm-hmm. I've actually done that with clients. I've actually worked with cancer and I had a woman, you know, go to a male clinic with a lump in her breast and um, she did other things besides me and uh, she you know, had no cancer after a while. And, mm-hmm. and every technique that I did uh, with all my clients, um, you know, I actually had no clue what I was going, going to do, but I trusted that I could talk to their soul and their soul would tell me what we'd have to do. And, and so then I would go, go inside and usually what we were dealing with chronic old emotional traumas and old issues, uh, you know, crystalline, you know, structures within a a pitcher that were still there. And as we just cleared those out of her system, it's the same thing I did with um, Ruth. 
you know, because I, I started working with her on those belief systems, and it was kind of during that I was learning about the empathic stuff while with her right before, but then I was doing these deeper emotional things, and we were just working on that this week, which is, um, um, you know, for, for example, here, here's the belief system that I was working with, Ruth, which is related, it's in the book, actually. Um, mm-hmm. She she was two years old and made a decision to take away the pain of the Jewish people. Right. And And we worked with that one, but she also was uh, uh, blessed by her aunts and her dad that you are the memory keeper. Um, and they have these artifacts from Europe. And, the, and she said Passover was coming, and she got the artifacts out, and she started having the symptoms again. And um, and so, you know, we started to, to, to work with the fact that um, when I went inside, I said, you know, what's happening is you're still aligning to the suffering he says, but I can't, I can't not be the memory keeper because they blessed me. And, mm-hmm. and, and then we had a conversation about, well, would you say, and, and I talked with about Victor and what I was doing with him with the book. And, 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 and so she went and got the book and she read the book. And I said, well, do you, do you think Victor is a memory keeper? And he said, oh, yes, mm-hmm. he is. Well, mm-hmm. look at the book. What is he doing? He's, he, he's sharing about the positive parts of the of their qualities, not the negative. You can be the memory keeper of the positive. Well, that shift mm-hmm. shifted everything from her point of view. So she's going to be working on that this, this week about mm-hmm. a belief system um, that will take away her physical pain too, because most right. of what she she comes in with is her physical pain. But it's bonding also. She has she has a bond with that mission, right? And that's like a whole nun vow kind of thing, right? Going going on there, you know, the, the sisters of sorrowful uh, <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> you know, sisters of the sorrowful. You know, where <laughs> you've got to pray for Makes humanity. Well, it, you know, it's true. I've actually got a past life memory of myself being involved with that group. <laughs> okay. And it's, and, it's, and it's difficult to, to come out of where um, there's a nobility to that mission of carrying the sorrow that uh, we were trained to believe in, that there's something noble about it. And so to change that what is noble about us um, or what we've grown to believe is what is noble about us is a very difficult uh, shift to to make, but I think what you were saying in all of this is that um, okay, so there's a wound, and the wound heals over, but there's still um, evidence of that original wound, and, and it just gets hardened around that. It, it it really literally is emotional scar tissue. And you can't take that scar tissue away because it's part of you now. And it's an integral part of you that uh, creates dynamics that work in your life for many, many wonderful things that come to be, you know. So um, it's not a bad thing to have that emotional scar tissue. It means that you feel and that you experience. It's good. Yeah. To have that. 
if I had no emotional scar tissue, it would mean that I'd never been brave enough to love. I, I think what you're saying is something significant that I need to listen to. And um, I I will do the same thing with this sentence as I've done with the other ones to try to find that middle ground. Um, yeah. You know, and yeah. and I... I, I hear your your concern and you know the fact that I can kind of get in these absolutes and, and that may may indeed be the um, legacy that this is all information that originally came from Lucifer that only talked in absolutes when 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 he talked with me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because he he deals with absolute pain. Right, right, and and so I I will you know. Reflect and work with that. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, those those were my little pockets that I went into. Um, okay, good. Yeah, I, I found here. that. Uh, well, you you didn't mention it, but I did pull up um, a quote from uh, the life of Plotinus, and I hope that you you know because you didn't say anything. I'm assuming that it's okay when I put that in. Mhm. Let's see. I think there was one that was like a really wowser one. Um, and I think you added in one from Rumi also. Oh, yeah. No, I, have a, I, I have a couple in there that are are um, kind of perfect in my mind. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm aware there's cash on the hoof if we do that, but uh, I'll wait and see when we get to that. Um, yeah. I'm going to find where I put that one because... Um, well, the roomy is just before grace in the dark. The wound oh, yeah. is the place where the light enters you. It's kind. Of, I like that one there, actually. I really like that one there too. Okay, and then um, let's see. Yeah, I saw I saw your lead in on cherish the form where you're working on uh, changing changing that. Right. Um, I saw that, and I like the tracker on there. Um, then and and I just use the same thing for grace, and I just change you know the the words to appropriately fit with the new form. Mhm. Must have been in three. Well, I'm still scrolling uh, well, because I I I. Because you worked on. Uh, yeah. Four. Five, I know I saw six, that. Seven. Maybe I, you know I never went to seven. Maybe I put it. I think oh yeah it's in uh, it's in seven. That's where it is. Yeah, here, here, here we go. It's at the beginning of chapter seven. I don't get a chance to look at that. I'm, I'm assuming it's okay with you. Let's see. Let me go there. It's uh, my page seventy. Should be yours seventy-two. Okay. Hang on just a minute. Yeah, I read this is the one, uh, Narcissus. Right. Yeah. 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 I like yeah, this how, how I think of it, you know, which is what you've been trying to say all along, you know, too, is that there, there's a, 
consistency throughout the book, you know, because, um, you know, I, I know I put some quotes about um, Plotinus at the beginning, and then it kind of drifts away to some of these more technical things that I've learned in my psychotherapy practice. And then uh, I know when I get one of the Greek guys, and particularly Plotinus back in here, because I kind of drifted away that I thought this could be a way to anchor back into him um, mm-hmm. as we go into love and then... Um, and then if these things fit for you, then I feel great. And then I'll look at the ones that um, you want me to look at again. And uh, and I'm assuming seven is okay then. Um, let's see. I I I just went in and I looked because I went in for for a couple of different things. I went in and I looked for things that you had added in, and then I'd like read back and forth on it because I'm really well well aware right now that um, I need to go through the book front to back once we're done with it and make sure all the bows and ribbons are connected throughout. Yeah, right. And and so I went in to to find places where I was triggered to go, okay, well, let's just look at that one more time. And so I'm, I'm letting it guide me into what it wants me to read. And I'm listening well when it tells me not to touch something. So okay. that's my plan for right now. Right. Well, then so I'll I wasn't, do the piece. I wasn't pulled into anything in seven. Fine. Well, that always just makes me feel good. And um, I, um, I'll, I'll actually work on these again. And then, and then my goal is to get as far along. And I'll be so thrilled when I get back to 15 again. Um, mm-hmm. And then try, you know, I, I know I won't get there yet. I'll see how many chapters I can get, you know, going this particular time. And then maybe Well, I hope that, that some I of this lessens for you. I'm sorry? You know? I hope some of the angst lessens for you in this next week. Yeah, well, it. Well, right now I don't, unless something happens uh, right now, but there's nothing in the horizon right now. Mm-hmm. And okay. we had a pleasant meeting yesterday, which was uh, rare lately. And mm-hmm. um, so um, I'll have some time this weekend, finally. <laughs> All right. Well, good, good. Well, I'm going to skedaddle for now. Is there something else you need from me today? Okay. No, that that sounds good. And then I'll take a look at the things that you said. And I think you emailed me the one sentence. Yeah, I emailed you the one sentence. Oh, okay. But I didn't put on there what page number. Do you need what? Hang on, let me give you the subhead. No, I, 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 I have it marked. Okay, good, good. No problem. Okay. Thank All you. right. Well, have a great day. I'll talk to you fun. later. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.